0: From 99.9 The Fan, this is The Drive with Tim Donnelly. Sponsored by Coach Pete at Capital Financial Advisory Group. Visit us at CapitalFinancialUSA.com. So, I guess the uh, whole Cooper Rush, Dak Prescott quarterback controversy just magically went away. The the people break out the men in black flash sticks and say, no, boop, done. Didn't talk about that all week. Dak Prescott, Dak's coming back, right? No controversy? No decisions to be made for Mike McCarthy, right? I got that right. But it played out.
1: What if Cooper Rush and the Cowboys had won last night? Yeah. And they played well. Yeah. That was my only point to you, was that you don't change. If you keep winning, you don't change. Yeah. Now, they didn't, they didn't win, and he didn't play well, so guess what? It's well, a no-brainer. But don't sit here and act like, oh, I knew all along Dak Prescott was better than, than Cooper Rush. Dak Dak Until Rus- the guy loses, then you are. Then you go in and you say, Why? okay.
0: So, so you were cool with Kyle Allen back in the day? With I'm not going to
1: relitigate Kyle no, Allen. There's what no, what there's I'm no... saying, though, is if you're the Cowboys mm-hmm. this season mm-hmm. and your starter is hurt mm-hmm. and the guy who you re- replace him with and you keep winning. You're not
0: taking the guy out while you're winning. I'm sorry. You're not. No coach is going to do that. I said from the jump that best case scenario is you get to the open date with Cooper Rush, and then you can bring Dak Prescott back, and you're good to go. To me, this is just simply thank Cooper Rush for holding it down. Yeah, this is how it played out. Thank that. This is how it was always going to play out. This is how it was always going to play out. And, even, and when Dak Prescott was healthy, he was going to come back. There was no. There was no business keeping Cooper Rush in there. If you he had a passer rating of one yesterday. I, I get that, and, that, and that's one.
1: how it played out. But if they were winning and he was playing well, you're not going to replace that guy. What
0: is playing well though? What, what, what was he really doing? Oh my gosh! What was he really doing?
1: You go back, do you want me to give you Tom Brady again on one? Why, why you, are you saying Cooper Rush was going to be the next Tom Brady? No, what I'm saying though is when you win 14 games in a row, you're not. The coach is not yeah. apt to make changes when you're winning. Let's answer some head joke questions. Joe cracked it on, on. like that's a real no crap exclusive for from you oh the guy who played like crap and the team lost see no what else we,
0: we knew all along that the cooper rush phenomenon was eventually going to hit a wall that's, and we saw it last that's night. fair that's fair, okay. but
1: you saw him like splatter into the wall. I mean, I didn't. So, ex- yes. I
0: did not expect it to be so, so yes, dramatic as they scrape up the passer pits rating of and remains of Cooper Rush. But yes, we knew that this was eventually going to fall off. And guess, but way guess way what? We're seeing some other quarterback situations play out this If you're way. Dak Prescott,
1: you still better play well. Yeah, you do. You know? Yeah. That's a unless you want people to sit here and be like, well, oh, you're know, three three, because then all of a sudden. Well, we were three and one with Cooper Rush. Now ah, all of a sudden yes. you're
0: one and three with with the, the the DAC. I don't believe in the whole QB wins. I, stat. I, That's I'm the not, issue.
1: I'm not Yes, I am with you. That's, However, mm. it's difficult to get around. Cause are you saying coaches are dumb? Most people and coach Yes, coaches for sure. Coaches are
0: just that dumb. For sure. Oh, okay. Got yes. It. All right, I mean, you know what? This has been well established been that Bill instances? Belichick is smart, but he is smart by proxy. This is a, This is a correct take. I'm with you on the whole Bill Belichick thing. That oftentimes, the reason why he is pitted as a genius is because other coaches just keep doing dumb things. Correct. So, hey, there's something to it. There's something to it. All right, let's answer some Hey Joe questions, shall we? Cooper Westman full Wiley coyotes. That yeah, was, <laughs> <Loud of yesterday. laughs> was pretty bad. All right, this one comes from Samuel... Who's the freshman not on the cover of UNC's 1981 Sports Illustrated Inspire photo who will turn into the GOAT? All right, y'all. If you haven't seen it yet, North, North Carolina basketball's AP preseason number one. This should not be a surprise. To commemorate this, the graphics department over at UNC did a remake of the 1981 College Basketball Sports Illustrated preview where it was Dean Smith drawing up a play on a on a on glass and then through the glass you could see unc players sans michael jordan michael jordan was as a freshman was not in that photo correct it was you know the dean smith rules and everything else there's reasons for that stuff so the unc graphics department decided to recreate this ahead of this upcoming basketball season with the 22 23 group that has a lot of expectations you think carolina basketball is going to win it all right
1: yeah, just as a postscript to our – we took on the world's most powerful force, the universe's most powerful force. We did, yes. We lost. Yes. And we have no choice now but to ride the lightning. <laughs> and I will ride the lightning with the Tar Heels all the
0: way to the national championship. Thank I, you. I, I don't know, but that's a separate conversation altogether. Anyway, whether you like Carolina basketball or not, you got you to gotta tip your cap to what they did with this graphic. It is – incredible no, but wait a so second. well done
1: what is going on with Baycott's hair is that did he cut it all off or is it just no it's died you can't see it
0: no it's died he dyed it he uh, pulled it back he pulled it back he's got it braided and it's blonder okay that's why now I, I, that's I thought why for I, a second yeah. there I'm like now wait a second yeah that's why it looks like that right, so yeah speaking got,
1: of superstitions like hey man you now, can't yeah. be on the number one team and cutting it all off like that that would now that would be a bad sign but I just okay. want to
0: I just want to know where Hubert Davis got that that blazer it's a good looking blazer might be roys maybe 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 that was a gift uh, who knows now who's the freshman was it uh, trimble isn't that the guy jp tokado's brother yeah right seth trimble yeah seth trimble supposed to be uh, the hot the hot freshman right He's um, going to be helpful. He's yeah. certainly going to be helpful. So is he going to go on to be the GOAT like Jordan I, did? I doubt it. I, something tells me not. But, but um, we'll see. If he, hits a, if he hits a big
1: shot in hey, a championship they, game. They will definitely take him hitting. hitting so wait, where is, he, is the
0: Final Four? Oh, it's Houston, it's isn't Houston. it? Yeah, it's Houston. Yeah, oh, it's Damn, is it back yeah. in New Orleans? It's not back in New Orleans. It is not back in New Orleans. All right, next up. I got a proposition for you. All right, this one comes from Todd. Hey, Joe, how sure are we will see 2022 tourney heels this year? And not 2022 regular season Ah, here. yes. That is the NCAA tournament pool entry fee question, is it not? Look, I mean, expectations are
1: a female dog. Don't get me wrong, but there is continuity there for Carolina. There's, there is. There's talent there, There's too. I mean, There's
0: certainly talent there, but there also is a hot hand theory, too. And Carolina, they don't have a Duke to beat. To give them confidence. You see what I'm getting at?
1: Well, they don't have Brady Manic either. We'll see what Pete Nance looks like. I'm not dismissing the Brady Manic perspective here. No, and he's the one who really drove the bus there towards the end of the But how did that come about? Because in classic Carolina fashion... If something good can happen, it will. Uh-huh. Dawson Garcia ends up basically leaving the team in the middle of the year mm-hmm. or January. Yeah, it was like sometime in January, early January. Right. And Manic then, you know, has a bigger spotlight. There's, there's no trying to please two players at the four. And Manic just, I mean, he really yeah. took off. He took off. So
0: took ownership. He took ownership. So there's that. There's also the factor of Duke. To close out the regular season, beating them at the at the, oh, the at springboard, Can- yeah, yeah, the the springboard. Spring. Oh my gosh! That hey, if we could do this, who's to say we can't do this? We could do this ACC anymore. tournament, yep. and then obviously in the NCAA tournament. How's that going to play? Plus, there's the mindset. Last year, they surprised oh. people.
1: Last oh, year, they surprised and people, people. Were down on them after two, two, the, the oh, eight
0: and three pe- start and
1: the loss to people, Tennessee. People just call them out. Carolina fans were ready Sorry. to get Hubert Davis out of here. Carolina fans were mad.
0: Yes. All right. Now it's, hey, one big happy family again. So there's a lot of things that I'll be curious to see how the team handles. I'm not saying they can't. I'm simply yeah, but it's pointing a, out that yeah, it's I'm with not you. a
1: given. Now, I probably said the same thing about NC State football, but it's a veteran team. It is. Who's been through it before. So it's not like you're asking Duke's latest crop of super freshmen to take on extra pressure. I, I at least like the fact that it's mostly the same group who's been through a lot and has that singular focus.
0: We'll see how they handle it. Next up. How you doing? Oh, this one comes from Stray. Hey, Joe, does anything ever come from teams sending in tape of bad calls to the conference?
1: <laughs> yeah, I get um, to this day. John Clockerty's still mad at me.
0: Why? Um, J- John Clockerty, for those who don't know, former director of officiating in basketball. For whatever reason, I
1: only had Clockerty's office number, I think. Okay. For whatever reason. Yeah. And I, I distinctly remember leaving the Dale Center. And Mark Godfrey, there was they played at Wake Forest. There was like an elbow in the lane. And they submitted this call after they had lost at Winston-Salem. And, God, Mark could never win at Winston-Salem. It was this whole big thing. And I just remember, <laughs> I remember orchestrating this behind the scenes. I said, all right, because they gave me the clip. And I go, they go, we're going to send this to the ACC. I said, all right, I will FOIA this information. Then. Mm. And then I remember distinctly te- sending a text to Clockerty's number saying, just so you know, I have foia this information I'm going to be writing about NC State's complaints from the Wake Forest game. However many years later, Clockerty finally retires. I'm, I'm trying to write a nice story about him. I even talked to P.J. Carlismo. You'll remember he called the, yeah, the foul the, at the, the international yeah, the championship play, game. Right. And P.J. Carlissimo has a great relationship with him. And John was still mad at me because he goes, you never gave me a heads up when you wrote a story about when NC State complained about a call. And I go, no, I did. I sent a text message to your landline is basically what it came down to.
0: I have a question. Yes, sir. When you sent that text to a landline, did you not get an error? I did not. I did not.
1: Interesting. I did not. Interesting. But I was leaving the Dale Center and I even had it in my mind. So yes, the only bad thing that comes out of this is the the writer will get blamed.
0: Yes. (laughs) Yes. To this day, it, look. I'll say this about officiating because I know NC State fans are upset with some of the calls at Syracuse. I know both Duke and Carolina fans are upset with how Woo, things played out. Duke fans, I got bad news for you people because yeah, there right. is no, there is no Duke football fan who is
1: not a Duke basketball fan. Guys, you just got every freaking call yeah. Yeah. for the better part of thirty years, and while I enjoy John Shire and while I have a lot of faith in John Shire. Mm-hmm. You ain't getting the same calls with Shire that you got with Kay. I mean, so mentally, mentally, you need to get yourself in the right space. Mm-hmm. And, and if you do, oh, no, that's not true, Jaleo, Uh, I will find the 2012 game between Duke and State. That is the most egregious example of officiating on a home court that I've ever seen. Ever. So, please, get in the right mental space, Duke fans. Please, for me.
0: Don't confuse incompetence for conspiracy. They're not no, no, no. The same thing.
1: it's not a conspiracy. How about this? How are about they're this? they are out to get my. No, 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 thing? no, 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 just, no, no, no. no, no. How about this? Yeah. Do you think on any planet the the past interference call that wiped out the interception on Alabama? Yeah. On any planet is that call made at Alabama? No. 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 It's called human nature. Yeah. Human nature. Mm-hmm. Now. Uh, We should also point to the passer here, pardon the the Carolina usage here. Mike Krzyzewski was better at manipulating the referees than anyone ever. Ever. Because Bobby Knight, the one who taught him how to do it, went over the edge. Mike at least knew how to walk to the edge and get what he wanted out of the situation. Knight would just... Knight went nuclear. Yeah, guys. Yeah. Duke fans. Yeah. You, you got to get right because you're getting mad at football calls. I got really bad news
0: for you. Really bad news for you. It's the OG alongside Joe Giglio. I'm Joe Ovias. Uh, there's one more Hey Joe question we'll address on the other side. One more Hey Joe question. Yeah. It. All right. This one comes from David. Hey Joe, 2022 NC State more overrated than 2021 UNC? It's <laughs> a good question. It's a good question. That is, I give I give David a lot of credit that uh, if, he, if he ever wanted a future in sports talk radio, that is an excellent question to ask and just open up the phone lines, all right? So open up the phone lines on that one. Is there a conversation to be had about NC State this season and being overrated? I mean, I guess if you insist on having one, although I would still tell you that NC State actually earned where they ended up being ranked in the preseason top 25 with who they had coming back and everything else. And... This gets to the central part of the argument where North Carolina's season of disappointment last year was still more of an overrated conclusion than what we're seeing with NC State. Who did, to answer this this question properly, you have to look at who they've lost to so far. State. State. Who have they lost to? Like, all things considered, a team that, by the way, still ranked in the top 25, NC State, who have they lost to? They lost at Clemson. Mm Mm-hmm. And they lost at Syracuse. Ranked opponents on the road. Hey, man, them's the breaks. It's tough sometimes. Clemson seems to have turned it around, and Syracuse is on a heater right now with Dino Babers, and that's an interesting matchup between the Orange and the Tigers coming is up this it? weekend. I don't know, man. Is it? I don't know. Syracuse, is, we've been so focused on NC State's defense. Right. That, hey, you know what I saw on Saturday? Now, mind you, it was up against a limited NC State team, but that defense is pretty, pretty darn good for the Orange. Now, losing on the road to ranked opponents while disappointing is not a sign of being overrated. No, it's, not, los- Carolina- it's not
1: losing to Georgia Tech and Virginia Tech, who were hot piles o- of garbage We're just going to throw out
0: Florida State, too?
1: No, Florida State
0: now. No no no
1: no no, uh, no, 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 no. No, 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 no. Florida State started turning a corner last year with that game in Jordan Travis. Dude, the way that game went against that Florida State squad. I- I'm willing to give him credit. It was on the road. Florida State. From that point, okay. remember they started zero and four last year. They lost to Jacksonville State. Okay, but listen, from that point, I, I think Florida State's been a much better program. Okay. So I'm I'm not. Georgia Tech's awful. Their they're coach bad. got fired three weeks into the season. They're bad. Yeah, and Virginia they're Tech. Terro- they're a train wreck. And Virginia Tech was. Virginia in the middle-
0: Tech has been a, a a steaming pile of trash and since then. I will say this too about NC State's upcoming schedule if their next two losses are to Wake Forest and North Carolina those will also be two ranked opponents in these uh in these upcoming games. Here's one way to look at NC State, they were 13 in the preseason. Yeah. Okay.
1: With Devin Leary, they go 5 and 1, they go into last week 15 in the country. It's not That's pretty much what they are. It's not bad. Carolina last year was number 10. Now I yes, there was a MAC bump there, there but it was a total MAC bump. As man. someone listen now, I had I I, I voted from 04 to 12 mm-hmm. and it was like a different generation. Now I vote and Joe this week I am telling you those last 3 spots I'm sitting here going who in the world am I going to put I'm like I'm racking my brain oh, to find these last 3 spots. Then in the preseason I had Texas A&M in the top uh, f- either 5 or number 5 or 6 this year preseason yeah, sure, sure. So did everyone else. What are you what are you going to do in the preseason? You're going to go by recruiting rankings? You're going to go by the coach? Makes sense. You're going to go by what the players have back? So I I'm not going to blame anyone for Carolina being number 10 in the preseason last year. I will blame them for losing to the Tex last year. That was not good. Now it doesn't really but, matter anyway because Carolina's going to win the Coastal this year. And there you go because if something good can happen to Carolina, mm-hmm. it will.
0: And the funny thing is it's not like the Tar Heels are overwhelmingly great. They're not well. Now Drake May is legit, it, but totally it, and completely legit. I get that, but also the
1: reason why. So, they— So is Josh Downs. That's
0: the there it so is. So is Josh Downs. If I can do the Leonardo DiCaprio and Once Upon Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, I'm doing the point. That's what it is. You got cigarettes and a and a bush heavy Ooh, butt heavy. Whoa, whoa. I'm gonna do the whistle. They Carolina won that game against Duke because Carolina has Josh Downs and Duke doesn't. It's it was as simple as that to me. It was as simple as that to me. They needed Josh Downs to make beat. Uh, Drake catches. I'm, no, not, he did, I'm, not, he did. I'm not dismissing he, he, Drake May. He
1: did. Drake Let's... May has a different dimension to him. Th- knows how to throw people open. He does. He's got, that, he's got a little moxie to him. You know what else? His teammates like him. Yeah. And you can say whatever you want last year about Sam Howell, and I made the point a couple of different times, and people were like, oh, no, that's not true. Sam Al was like getting his brains beat out last year. Nobody would like go over and help the poor guy up. Yeah, Drake May like you know, Now mind you, he's like leaping and doing all these crazy mm-hmm. things. But you watch
0: when the second he goes down, it's like oh my god! There's like a race over there to see who could pick up Drake May. Mac Brown continues to dominate Duke in head-to-head matchups. Mac 1.0, Mac 2.0. I think it's what ten in a row. Dominates
1: now? a little bit much from ten- that Saturday game. <laughs> uh, well, you know what I'm saying. Continues
0: to beat. Duke. Continues yes. to beat Duke right. <laughs> the ten and zero. Mike Elko, on. by the way, tip your hat. To Mike Elko. Wow. Impressive. Duke is, I think, ahead of schedule under Mike Elko, and part of that to me is related to something that I saw at the beginning of the season. It has more to do with the end of the David Cutcliffe era. I think we liked David Cutcliffe so much that we were looking past just how bad things had gotten behind the scenes and how the team just wasn't bought in. Elko's got these guys bought in. As you can see. up. Schemed up and it's working out. And Riley Leonard is a good player too. A very, very good player. Their and skill players are pretty good. So I'd like to see where Elko takes this program. You know, for as long as he stays at Duke, we'll see how long that happens. That's another conversation altogether. But what I'm getting back to with 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 uh, with Carolina is it's not. I'm not watching a team that top to bottom is overwhelmingly great. You're just basically judging this on what you see in the rest of the coastal. And right now, it's a coastal division. That is, they're less bad than everybody else. And the most the difficult games they have remaining on their schedule are against Wake Forest and against NC State. And Pitt, too. Dude, Pitt just lost one of their top guys as well. And Pitt has, has some somewhat... styles makes fights type of matchup. Mm-hmm. Pitt's going to try to run on them.
1: Yes. Pitt's going to be able to run on them. Sure, they will. Okay. So Duke that's going to be a tough game. Do that. Duke is able to run on them too. That's going to be a tough game. I, I think you're shortchanging Carolina's fastball, if you will. Let's let's use the second half of that game because let's use the third quarter. Well, I
0: don't think I'm shortchanging their fastball because I've but said let's use the are going to win the Coastal because they've got an offense that can put up numbers.
1: Yeah, but you can't say because the rest of the Coastal is trash or whatever your previous point just they're was. They're less bad than less everybody bad. else. Yeah, yeah, I think Carolina's fastball, which we saw in the third quarter mm-hmm. of the Duke game on Saturday, mm-hmm. they made an adjustment at halftime. Shout out to Gene Chizik because everyone is now questioning what Gene Chizik does or doesn't do, blah, sure. blah, 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 blah. blah. In the first half, Carolina was trying to follow the motion. They were moving out of position. I'm talking about the, the secondary now. Now, And in, in, in Duke was just gashing them left and right and going where Carolina wasn't in simplified terms. sure. In the second half, in my opinion from what I was watching, Carolina just said, okay, stay where you are. Mm-hmm. Let's play a little bit more zone. Sure. Let's not move around with the motion. Let's just stay home and make plays. And they did mm-hmm. in the third quarter. You saw what their defense did can do when they stay home and don't make mistakes. And then Drake May. Drake May is the best player in the ACC. Uwe uh, uh, can yell at me right now. Drake May is the best player in the ACC. Drake May has got a real chance to be the number one pick in the 2024 NFL draft, the, a real chance.
0: But the problem with Carolina, I'm not trying to shortchange them. I'm just kind of going based on what I've seen week in, week out. And, and
1: that's fine. And you what can, I've seen, but you can in, base it off out. of their changeup and their curveball. That's fine. But what I'm saying is, I think you're shortchanging their fastball.
0: Okay. 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 Does that make sense? I, I get where you're coming okay. from on this, but I'll simply say Carolina is not a team that you can trust. You cannot trust them. Because they find themselves in situations that they never should be in. That's that fair. is their that, own and, fault. And that's the fourth quarter. And that's okay. the fourth quarter. Yes. That is their own damn fault. And we've seen, they've been fortunate to have beaten App State. They were fortunate to get out of Georgia State. If something good can happen to I, Carolina, understand, I understand what you're saying. I understand, I, I understand what we are saying. And they were fortunate to get past Duke. Because that was even still, that could have gone to overtime on Saturday. Very easily, yes. With 16 seconds left to go. Yeah. All right? And if a call goes one way or the other, and I am not, I don't want to debate the officiating. I'm just simply saying, Duke had two touchdowns wiped off the board over penalties that I went, eh. I'm the not... chop block,
1: you can't chop... engage a guy while, while, you can't go after a guy while the, he's engaged. That chop... was kind of basic. The chop
0: block was basic. And it was dumb.
1: The, the procedural
0: way. penalty for the first yeah, touchdown. We, come the
1: procedural on. and the and the roughing. Come we, we can get
0: into some of those. Come on, come on. But, but not that's, the chop but, but that's not. That, I'm not here. I'm not. T- I'm not trying to debate the calls. I'm simply saying. Sure. Breaks here and there and are no, gone went their, their way. way. If those things go the other Bryce, way, what are we talking about? If Chase
1: Bryce doesn't miss a wide-open right. guy on a two-point
0: play, who the hell knows where Caroline's confidence is right now? We but don't you know. know what? We do know where it is because they keep winning. They keep winning. They keep winning. And all the credit to that team for finding new ways to win, man. that's They're doing it. Others aren't.